Hello and welcome to Cracked Open, a podcast guiding you on your journey to becoming a vessel of unconditional love. This is your host, Beck Mylonis, High Priestess, Channel, and Activator. Join me on this series as I share reflections, insights, and channel transmissions from my journey of walking the initiation path. Each episode is a unique transmission containing supportive frequencies to facilitate the deepest healing, activation, and reconnection with your soul. I invite you to open your mind and set the intention to receive this episode into your heart space. Let's go. Hello and welcome to another episode. Today I'm going to touch on some things that I have kind of briefly touched on in previous episodes. And today I want to ground it all in deeper into an understanding of what it truly means to have self-worth and self-love and understanding that our essence, our light is going to trigger people who are not living in their full expression. So it's an invitation for you to let go of the judgments of others and to really anchor in all of the light and the love and the beauty that you are here to share into the world without giving your power away. So today is about empowerment and self-love. Usually when I teach self-love and I talk on self-love, I talk about how literally everything is a reflection of how you're treating and um, how you believe what you believe about yourself, right? So for me in my life, it's always, always, always come down to self-love. Literally every lesson, every external thing in my life has always come down to self-love. So there have been times in my life, for instance, when I have been trying to call in money and I've been doing all the money mindset work and the business work and hiring mentors and X, Y, Z, But because I didn't have a foundation of self-worth and self-love and believing I was worthy of getting paid just for being who I am and being worthy of being abundant or whatever that is, successful, none of that stuff was having any effect, right? Because at the core of all of our desires and us receiving our desires is the question of, do we really believe that we're worthy of these desires? Do we love ourselves enough to receive what is for us, right? Do we love ourselves enough to believe that there are more aligned clients out there, that there are people who aren't going to treat you like shit, that there are people who will be able to see and accept our true essence. As someone who shines a lot of light, and guys, I hope this is going to be a shorter episode. I feel like it will. It's more just like a little nugget of what I've been moving through and like, whoo, it's really landing for me today. Um, As someone who's going to shine a lot of light into the world, who has a big heart, who does the work on themselves, who is here to deliver messages, to be a vessel, a channel, whatever it is, you are going to trigger some people who are not living in full authentic alignment with themselves and their truth. And so that requires you to be able to hold your sovereignty and hold your ability to see yourself fully when others cannot, right? So it's not taking on projections and 
um, you know, other people's reactions. And I've talked about all this stuff, so I'm not going to go over it again. Being able to see where have I been true in myself? Where have I been authentically sharing something that is true to me? Where have I been trying my best to bring my light into this world and do what is, you know, important to me or what feels aligned for me? And where am I taking on and giving my power away to people, to situations, to circumstances outside of us, right? Outside of me. Because so long as you are looking for your world, for other people, for circumstances, for your partner, for whatever it is to validate you and fulfill you, you're always going to be on this journey of feeling not enough, right? You're always going to be seeking something outside of you. And those things are going to keep getting torn away from you until you bring it back to you and recognize that the only person's who, person whose opinion really fucking truly matters of you is yourself or is the divine, right? The only judgment that matters is the judgment that you are making on yourself. And so why do we give our power away, right? We give our power away because some aspect of ourselves doesn't feel whole or accepted or loved or good enough. And so we seek that validation from others. We seek other people to tell us you're beautiful, you're special, you're, um, you know, your offerings are worthy. I want to pay you. I want to date you. I, whatever it is, I see your beauty. I see your grace. I see your divinity. And the invitation is always like bringing ourselves back to, yeah, it's great when someone's able to reflect that to us, but where are we giving our power away to people who are incapable, incapable of giving us that pure, clear reflection because inside of themselves, there is something that is not aligned. There's something that is missing. They're trying to fill a void or they're unable to see themselves clearly. How do you expect someone to see you clearly when they cannot see themselves clearly, right? And so much of my journey has been putting my energy and my focus and my intention to love me, accept me, see me, right? Fulfill me, make me feel good about myself. And I was choosing people who were incapable of giving me that love because A, they didn't love themselves fully or B, you know, what I was bringing up for them was triggering their stuff and they weren't capable of dealing with it or you know some part of me believed that I wasn't acceptable or worthy or whatever it was and so I kept calling in these reflections of love that was not able to meet me people who weren't able to reflect my divinity back to me being rejected being um, feeling like a victim all of this stuff and if this is you this message is like it's time to take your fucking power back and focus that attention and energy back onto yourself, right? When we are in alignment with ourselves, then anything that is for us will naturally come to us. We become magnetic to people who treat us better, to people who can see who we truly are and accept that. Um, but when we are seeking that validation, that praise, that someone to tell us we're doing well or that we're pretty or that we're worthy or we're good enough, and we're seeking that from outside of ourselves, we're always going to be chasing. We're always going to be relying on other people to give us that feedback. And then when they leave, we feel more empty than when before they came in, right? And so 
the divine God in the universe, your highest self will always reflect back situations to you that enable you to look at what am I attracting and what is it like, what is it showing me about where I'm not loving myself fully, right? And it's an invitation for you to not get involved in the temper tantrums that others have when they're reacting to you. Or, you know, if someone is wanting to leave your life, let them leave your life because they're probably not meant to be there in the first place or perhaps and you allowing them to leave and not making that about how unlovable you are, you are inviting the frequency to shift. And I've seen this so many times. I literally saw this this morning, right? I was sitting in meditation and I was pulling all of my power and all of my energy back from me, from people who have rejected me or been unable to meet me or um, that I placed hope in for love or validation or whatever it was, particularly men, like taking all of my power back from all these men who couldn't love me in the way that I desired. And I started bringing that love back into my heart and saying, I love you. I love you. I think you're fucking dope. And anyone who can't see that is not the person for me, right? They're not meant to be in my life because they're only giving me a shallow reflection. They're only giving me um, back a reflection of someone who hasn't done the work, right? They're showing me a reflection that can't fully, um, it's like looking in a dirty mirror and expect, expecting to see, um, you know, this beautiful, clear version of you, or it's like expecting to, there's this, it's a tarot deck that I have, or it's an Oracle deck. And one of the cards is about trying to see the magnificence of the moon, a full moon in the reflection of a river. Like that river is never going to reflect the true essence or magnificence of the moon, right? So what I'm trying to say is, yeah, I was sitting and, and taking all my power and all my energy back and like letting go of those people and letting go of those psychic attachments of like holding on to these people who can't see me. And literally five minutes later, I got a message from a guy that I thought had ghosted me. And it was just immediate. It was like, okay, I'm going to take my focus back and my power back. And this has happened so many times when I've been obsessing about someone or like, why haven't they messaged me? Why don't they love me? Why aren't they showing up for me? And I've realized, hey, it's not about them. It's about you. And brought that love and attention and focus and devotion back. I took my power back. I took my energy back into fully filling myself up. And that person has showed up five minutes later, like they did this morning, right? Constantly. And it's funny because I received this message and I was like, I don't even feel like I need to respond to that. Like I don't. And if, if you want to talk to me, you can call me on the phone and we can have a, a conversation, right? Like holding that standard of this is how I desire to be treated. And this is what I know that I'm worthy of. And it's like, you will be tested with people who cannot meet you in that way or expect you to lower your standards or tell you that you're too much. And self-worth and self-love isn't being an asshole, thinking that you're better than people, but it's knowing I am worthy of people who are capable of seeing and accepting all of me, right? I had a dream last night and it was a really random dream, but I want to share it because the core of it was really beautiful. And I walked into this convenience store in my dream and um, <laughs> There was a man in the store and there was two other people. And as I walked into this store, the two people that were in the store walked out and the man behind the counter said to me, wow, I feel your energy. I feel the love that is radiating out of you, out of your being. And he was smiling and he said, you are an angel. You're an earth angel put here. And those two people that walked out 
can't handle that. <laughs> They're not ready to receive that love. And so they had to remove themselves. And the core behind that message was for me, as I step into more leadership, as I put myself out there more, there are going to be people who are fucking triggered by the things that I'm saying, right? The messages that I'm sharing. Um, and it's not my responsibility or my job to take on those projections to mean something about me. As long as I am clear and I'm aligned to my truth and myself, I am not, it's not my path. It's not my purpose. It's not my problem to be giving my power and my energy away into trying to make people like me because the people who are for you will receive that. They will receive the true essence of who you are, right? When you have a lot of light, it illuminates the shadows in others. And some people are just not fucking ready to receive the reflection that you give them, right? And I want you to receive this message after receiving all of the stuff that I've already said around looking at your own stuff and where did I create this and having self-responsibility and the beliefs of like looking at where did I create this because I believe that I'm not lovable because I believe that I'm not worthy or where you know, has my behavior been not really truly in alignment with love or where have I been expecting people to abandon me, right? So take all of that and integrate that first, that when you were clear and when you were truly shining your light, your mission, your love into the world and you're, you've pulled back all of your energy and it's here, it's in your heart and you know that you were clear, then that person's projection that person leaving your container, that person walking out of the convenience store because they couldn't handle your frequency, that's not on yours to own. And as long as we are giving um, our energy and our power away to these people, then we are taking away the energy that we have to create our own path, our own mission, our own purpose, um, to create healing, to create money, to create whatever that is, right? Because you truly will only receive what you believe you were worthy of receiving. And so for me, when I received that message this morning, it was an invitation for me to be like, I'm worthy of receiving people in my life who want to hang out with me and want to make an effort and pick up the fucking phone and call me um, rather than send whatever it was. It was some like message that was like, I don't even respond to that. Like, I don't, there's no, I have no desire to respond to that because that's not the kind of dialogue that I desire to have in my life, right? And when you hold that standard, then people are either going to rise to meet you in that standard and show up in the ways that you desire for them to show up and they're going to shift. And I've seen this so many fucking times in my life. When I have shifted, the people around me have shifted to reflect that new reality, that new timeline, that new energy back to me, or they're going to leave. And it's not your decision what they do, right? Stop giving your power away, trying to change people, trying to make them like you, trying to make them react to you in a certain way and accept that their reaction is their reaction. And it says more about them than it does you, right? And trust that if that person's capable of rising to meet you in the ways that you desire to be met, then they're going to be able to change and they will change. And it'll be very quick, like literally five minutes. Um, and this person I thought had ghosted me just shows up again. And it's a test for me of like, are you going to sell out all your energy and be like, love me, I'm going to give you all my attention now. Or are you going to hold the standard of like, I desire someone who's like giving me a fucking call and being like, let's arrange a date. Let's hang out. Like, I want to see you. 
I want to get to know you, right? Um, if you look historically at all of the spiritual leaders and ascended masters in this world that have been already, I would say most of them received extreme amounts of judgment from the world, from the people around them. Look at Jesus. He was literally crucified, right? Um, because the world couldn't handle the message that they were here to share or the purity that they were here to share or that light that they shone brought up the shadow in others and they weren't ready or willing to process that shadow. So they projected it all onto that person. And I'm not saying martyr yourself because we're not here to fucking martyr ourselves. But if you were showing up unapologetically sharing your truth, you were going to receive judgment from people who that truth is not for, right? And so it's been this huge thing for me, clearing all of these timelines and lifetimes of when I showed up in all of my magic and all of my light and the world wasn't ready for it. I was burnt at the stake. I was called a witch. I was, you know, um, used as a scapegoat because men couldn't handle, you know, my sexual energy and they couldn't handle that it made them feel things, right? <laughs> like my energy made them feel things that made them feel shameful and guilty. And so they called me a witch and a sorceress and you put a spell on me or whatever. I had a real thing like this, right? And I was guided in when I was clearing that to watch the Hunchback of Notre Dame. And I didn't know why. And I was like, that's a really random guides, but okay, cool. And in that movie, Esmeralda, the gypsy witch lady, if you haven't seen it, um, the religious guy, the whatever he is, what is he? He's a minister or like a the guy who who is very holy and whatever it is, had sexual attraction for her and wanted her, and she didn't want him back. And so therefore, he in his rejection, in his rejection and like butthurtness, called her a witch and had her burnt at the stake or tried to burn her at the stake, and then she got rescued and all of that. But it hurt. Like I, when I was watching that, I was like, oh, I felt that like because I've stood in my boundaries, because I've said no, because I've um, held self-worth and not chosen to lower my standards for someone in the past or because my energy has triggered someone or whatever it is, because I haven't allowed myself to bend um, and give my power away. That's triggered some fucking people, right? And so there's always been this resistance to showing up. Because what if I put a message out there and then I open myself up for attack because people don't like the messages that I'm putting out there? Or what if the system finds me, the system that wants to control everyone? If I get bigger, if I get famous, if I get whatever, I'm reaching more people, they find me because I'm out there and then I'm vulnerable. I'm a target um, and I'm triggering them. And then therefore they come at me. They control my bank account or they put me in jail or whatever. They find some way of diminishing me to silence me, right? We can't be fucking silenced anymore. We cannot be, si we cannot be silencing ourselves out of fear of judgment. We cannot be dimming our light because we are afraid that our light will trigger someone else and we're not prepared to deal with that reflection back at us right? Of someone else's stuff, because we feel like we're not clear enough in ourselves that we um, can receive that and not take it on. Right. And so part of it for me was like, there was this fear internally of like, I am afraid that their reflection of me is going to show me some stuff that I'm not accepting and loving in me. And I can't hold that. I can't be with that. I can't love myself through that. And the past weeks, 
like the healing in that for me was like being able to see all those unlovable things and be like, I fucking see them and I own them. I remember I had an argument with my, um, with my housemate uh, like a year ago, or a couple months ago, and we love each other deeply. We're soul sisters and, um, you know, we, we have a lot of love for each other. We trigger each other a lot as well as soulmates do to grow and evolve. And we've always been able to come back to this place of unconditional love for each other. Um, through being able to own our stuff and I remember in this argument she was yelling at me and she was calling me a self-righteous child and I don't take self-responsibility and I'm selfish and rah 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 and because part of me in my heart she was saying how you know (laughs) how does it feel to look at it the thing that you're so uncomfortable at looking at and I just sat there because I look at it all the time right it wasn't uncomfortable for me to receive because I've owned that part of myself so I let her process for a while And I was trying to be compassionate, even though I was a little bit triggered at being yelled at um, and not feeling heard or whatever it was bringing up for me. And I was able to be in a place where I was like, actually, I know these aspects of myself. And it's not like it's uncomfortable for me to look at where I'm selfish, where I don't take self-responsibility, where whatever the things that she was saying, but it didn't have the charge that it used to for me. Because in the past, I would have been like, she was right. In the past, I would have been like, I don't want to look at these parts of me. And it's uncomfortable and, you know, (laughs) I don't want to deal with it. And I'd rather just shut down than look at these parts of me. But because at that point I'd done enough work and I'd been sitting with those parts of me and trying to change, not change them, but accept the parts of me who are inherently selfish, but also choose to act differently and evolve that I was able to receive that and be like, look, I, I see it. Like what you're saying, I see it. And I'm sorry that I'm still working on this. Um, and that you feel that way. I'm going to continue to work on this and show up differently. And I did, I started taking more self-responsibility, taking the rubbish out, you know, giving her a space, whatever it was that she asked for. And we were able to continue in our relationship because I wasn't like taking on her projections or like her, what she was saying and allowing them to beat me down in a way where I felt worse about myself because I'd already accepted those aspects of me and the reflections that were being shown to me it was a lot easier for me to sit with those parts of me and be like, okay, where is she right? <laughs> where is what she's saying true? And where is some of this stuff, her stuff? Cause some of that stuff was her stuff too. And it's inevitable. Right. And I'm not bad mouthing her because we're always going to have our own lens and, and filter of viewing a situation. But I sat in that and I was like, what do I still have to own here? And what do I not need to take on? Because I feel like I've already been working on this and I'm willing to look at this. Right. And so when someone reacts in a way to us, the invitation is, okay, what is this showing me? And is there truth in this? And if there's truth in this, great, do the work, look at it. But when you can be clear and putting up a filter between you and them and seeing what's their projection, what's their stuff and not allowing yourself to take that on and holding the parts of you who feel rejected or they feel hurt or they feel judged, right? Because so long as we are hiding ourselves out of fear of how other people are going to receive us, then we're never going to show up for our mission in the fullest way. And I've been really feeling into the codex of like a divine influencer and what that means. And even the word influencer, I had so much um, resistance to for so long because there's a lot of inauthentic shit out there. And obviously that showed me where I felt like I was being inauthentic and I didn't want to be seen sharing something when I was going to shift my mind or I was saying something that wasn't integrated or whatever that was. Right. 
that the core to me of, or the codex of a divine influencer is the courage. It's the courage to say and do things differently and being prepared to like let go of anything that's not yours to receive and trust that people are going to receive you in whatever way that is that they need to receive you. And sometimes it's not a nice reaction, right? So sometimes we're going to say the uncomfortable things that are going to have us fucking come, people are going to come at you or they're going to try and burn you at the stake or whatever that is. And can we bring ourselves back to, was I truly aligned with my truth? Was I sharing my truth? Was I sharing what's in my heart? Was I sharing from a place of wounding or was I sharing from a place of truth and love? And you can't be wrong as long as you were sharing with an intention of helping others, with an intention of serving love, you're, you're not wrong, right? And it's not wrong or right, right? Like there's, again, like wrong or right doesn't exist. But as long as that intention is, am I clear? Am I sharing from love? Am I sharing without my own projections and judgments? Am I clear on what I'm saying, right? And if you're fucking clear and you're sharing from that place and people don't like what you're saying, then it's not on you is the message that I'm trying to bring across. And I think I've like said the same thing in four different ways. So hopefully that lands, right? Um, because it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to require us to go first, to say and do things that would have us put in a mental institution, would have us judged as crazy or out there, or how dare you live your life like that. And truly all it is, is other people um, and their fear, and their inability to do the same or their jealousy or their envy or whatever it is, right? So something that I do every day is I send back and dissolve any magic or spells or um, things, projections cast towards me, which have created something weird in my energy field, right? Because we're taking that stuff on subconsciously and energetically, um, unless we are consciously saying I send it back and I'm not taking it on, right? And this is the same as like energetic attacks or when your energetic boundaries are being violated by other beings. Like you can feel all of that energy coming at you, all of that negativity and that hate, and you can choose to take it on and allow it into your field. Or you can take your fucking power back and say, no, thank you. No, thank you. You can have that back. It's not for me. It's not for me and I'm not taking it on and I'm not gonna let myself take it on, right? In the Bible, Jesus says, forgive them, Father, for they know, know what they do, right? I can't believe I'm on here quoting the Bible, but there you go. But it's a truth. Like he had the understanding to realize that those people were just where they were in their process and that they were unable to deal with their shadow or whatever it was. Like they, they had no idea really what they were doing um, because they were unconscious. And so he didn't take that and was hateful towards them. He had the forgiveness and the compassion to understand that like those people who are coming at you or they are projecting onto you or they are rejecting you or judging you don't love themselves, right? They don't love themselves. They are living a unconscious, sad lifestyle where they are still attached to um, needing to validate themselves or needing to feel worthy. And deep down, they're fucking broken and they're empty not a judgment, right? It is kind of a judgment, but they are unhappy on some level, which is why they're projecting that onto you because they don't want to deal with their own unhappiness. And they're not even aware that they're unhappy most of the time. They're not even aware of all of the hate that they have for themselves. 
And I remember when I was receiving all of these energetic attacks, the like gift and the medicine in it for me was compassion for those beings. Cause I was like, fuck, imagine being this being that was so full of hate and so unevolved that all I want to do is create havoc and make other people feel like shit and drag other people down and snuff their light and take their power. Right. So these beings were siphoning my energy through this container that I was in taking on all my soul codes and all of my energy and all my power to fuel their grids because they didn't have enough of their own power, whatever it was. They felt like they needed to take that from others. And inevitably I came to a place of compassion of like, imagine being that being, imagine being or feeling so powerless on some level that you need to enact power in a way which is harmful to others at the cost of others. Right. And it, actually saved me in the end because I was like wow I see you I feel you and I remember being that powerless and I remember the parts of me who did similar things to you and I see the mirror that it's showing up and I see that we're all one and we are all one and the same like we're all part of the same source experiencing itself so that's within me too and I see where I have been using my power against people or um, draining people or whatever it is that I've done in the past or in this incarnate or whatever it is and I chose to forgive them and release them. And not only that, but have love for them and thanks and gratitude for showing me this lesson or showing me where I was giving my power away or allowing them to siphon me and drain me or where I wanted validation, which is why I stayed in that container for so long, because the woman who was running it was validating me all the time and telling me all my things that I was channeling were correct or telling me how powerful and brave and courageous I was. And she did this very tactically, right? Because she probably understood that that was my core wound of needing that validation. And so it empowered me to take my fucking energy back and not need someone else to validate me in that way, not need someone to tell me that all the things I was experiencing with the galactic beings and the quantum and my gifts and the grid work mission I was doing at the time and all of these things I didn't need someone else to tell me, yeah, that's true. That's happening. Or I didn't need someone else to say, hey, you've been processing all this stuff for the collective and I see you and it's so courageous, right? I didn't need her to like me and give me permission to be myself anymore. And so that's how I took my power back because I became sovereign in not allowing my energy to leak out and not allowing others to take it, to be like, actually, sorry, here's a fucking boundary. Here's a wall. And I don't give you permission to take that energy. So where have you been giving your power away? The exercise for today, you have an exercise to do, is to look at where you have been giving your power away to others, where you have been allowing others' judgments of you to inform how you feel about yourself, where in the past maybe you were bullied or maybe someone told you you were a piece of shit or whatever it is, where some part of you is trapped, some part of your energy or your power is trapped, trying to make that person like you or replaying that scenario in your past through trauma or whatever it is, um, where parts of you need to be brought back and integrated so you can be fully in your power and in your sovereignty and in your truth, right? So to me, self-worth is like really anchoring in. I would rather be fucking alone than have another person come into my life that can't meet me and can't see me, right? I would rather be broke then be doing something that makes me miserable or having clients that drain my energy or whatever that is, right? And I believe in my heart that I'm worthy of better and I'm going to hold that standard and that boundary and I'm not going to settle for less again because you will be thrown these tests. <laughs> Are you going to settle this time? Are you? Are you going to allow this person into your space even though you've said like you're not going to settle whatever that is, right? 
Are you going to give your power away to money or something outside of yourself to make you feel better about yourself, right? And when you can hold that worthiness internally of like, I know I deserve nice things. I know I deserve to get paid for what I'm doing. I know I deserve people who can show up and love me and meet me in the ways that I desire. I know I deserve to be happy, right? I don't deserve to suffer and be in this endless cycle of fucking karmic suffering and guilt. If you can hold that, then your outer reality will, um, will shift and it will reflect that new level, right? So earlier last year, about a year ago, a year ago now, um, I reached this level of, oh my God, it was insane, magnetism and self-love that I've never felt before, where literally I was having you know, men nearly have scooter accents to come ask me out. And like people were landing in my inbox. Here's five grand, take my money. I don't even know who you are, but I trust you. And I want to pay you, right? <laughs> crazy stuff was happening, which was incredible. Uh, it wasn't crazy. I want to say it's crazy and create that it's like unheard of for this stuff to happen because I've seen it happening. And everyone who was meeting me was like, wow, like that's incredible. You're incredible, right? Because I reached a place of self-worth um, that I I got to through a relationship where I felt consistently like I was settling, where I was asking for too much and whatever. And the act of me walking away and loving myself up-leveled fucking everything for me. It up-leveled my financial situation. It up-leveled my physical situation. It up-leveled my level, my, my level, it up-leveled my level. It up-leveled how I was feeling in every, every day, my joy, um, my relationships, my relationship with my family everything up leveled because of that act of self-worth and self-love of like, I take responsibility for what part of this is mine, but I'm going to also claim better for myself. Right. And so self-worth and self-love is going to be at the core of literally every single other thing. Um, because the, the goal, I suppose, or the point that your soul is trying to get you to is where you feel so whole and so full of self-love and so valued and worthy and enough that all the external shit in your environment can't shake you. It doesn't matter what's happening in the world. It doesn't matter, um, you know, if the money's not coming in, it doesn't matter if you don't have someone showing up and supporting you and loving you because you feel good because you've got you because you know that you're always supported because you know that the money will always come in to support you when you need it because you've always been supported, right? And your relationship with the divine will change. Your relationship with others will change because you just won't tolerate bullshit anymore. You won't tolerate less than what you desire. Um, so that to me is self-worth. That is self-love. That is the codex of a influencer knowing and really being clear on this is the message that I'm here to share. And I'm okay if people don't receive this in the way that I want them to receive this. I'm okay for people to have whatever reaction that they need to have. And it doesn't change how I feel about myself unless there's some stuff that I need to look at, right? So it's not being arrogant. Arrogance is not what I'm talking about. Arrogance is something completely different, which is the inability to have compassion, the inability to have self-awareness. I'm talking about self-worth, right? And so many people think that self-worth is arrogance. It's bouldering through other people. It's um, you know, selfishness, it's, it's being cut off from others because you think that you're better than them. And that's not what this is. This is like loving self-compassion and understanding and seeing who you fucking are at a soul level and being able to allow that to shine through 
right? And again, it doesn't make you better than anyone, right? It doesn't make any of us better than anyone because we understand that everyone is at where they're at in their journey and it's not bad and wrong. It's just where they're at. So self-compassion is actually tied into self-worth because it's being able to look at someone in their projection and their stuff towards you and have love for them still, <laughs> right? That's what self-worth is. It's like, I love you, but I'm not going to give you my energy. I love you and I release you. I love you, I forgive you, and I release you. That's how simple it gets to be. We can love people <laughs> and love what they've brought to our life, but not allow them into our energetic space, right? We can have love for them and say, I'm sorry, like you can't treat me like that. I love you, but I'm not tolerating it, right? It's like, so I'm not saying don't be loving and be an island and isolate yourself and think that you're better than everyone else because that's completely contrary to the core message that I want to share today. So I hope that serves because I know so many of you on here um, have so much light to shine in the world. And I know that, that from my experience, that light is going to trigger people. And the temptation when you're triggering people is to contract and pull that light in and be like, okay. I don't like the uncomfortable feelings that happen when people reject me. So I'm going to pull all my light and my energy back and I'm going to hide. And like, as long as you're doing that, you're not fulfilling your soul mission because you came here to be fully expressed and unapologetically you. So this is your invitation to go be unapologetically you and have the self-love to know what you're worthy of and know who you are and see who you fucking are, right? Like own and see your light and your beauty and your grace and your compassion and what you have to offer. Um, because when you can see that and you know that in your heart, honestly, like the things around you change to reflect that when you can see it, right? When you can love yourself enough, then people show up who can love you enough. Then people get triggered and it doesn't bother you. Then the money shows up because you believe you're worthy of the money, right? That's my message for today, beautiful souls. I hope this serves um, you know, go take your power back, go pull back all of your energetic threads that are um, leaking into others, trying to make them love you, trying to make them see and accept you and give yourself that love and acceptance that is within you. Until next time. Thank you for listening to another episode of Cracked Open. Don't forget to hit subscribe and share with a friend if this episode has served you in any way. For more information about the work that I do or to get in touch with me, read the show notes or head to beckmylonis.com. Until next time, beautiful soul.